Welcome back to another episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey. I'm Vincent A. Lancey, speaker, coach, and author of the books, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health and Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Hey, and I'm Wilson Bautista, Jr. When I was 21 years old, I was the victim of a hit-and-run accident while walking home from a friend's birthday. After coming out of a coma and suffering from a traumatic brain injury, or you may know of as a TBI, I soon realized that it was time to put my mental health on a very high pedestal. This transformative experience has led me to create a podcast that is all things mental health. This experience has also led me to create the book, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health. Would it add value to your life to hear mental health professionals and advocates share their authentic stories related to mental health? If you answered yes, you came to the right place. I want to start by congratulating you for making your mental health a priority. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show five stars and continue listening by subscribing. On this episode, I'm happy to introduce a guest that I happily discovered during an interview on my other podcast series, What It's Really Like to Be an Entrepreneur. As we were recording, mental health came up a few times. I learned he was a mental health advocate who uses his story to help others through similar disparities. I love being able to frequently share doctors' perspectives as well as advocates so we get the best of both worlds. So allow me to please introduce Wilson Bautista Jr. Wilson, thank you so much for coming on this show. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Would you mind please introducing yourself to our listeners a little further and previewing your story before we dive in and get going and please share your role relating to mental health? Yeah. Hi, um, my name is Wilson Bautista Jr. I'm a retired military officer. I started um, in the United States Marines and retired out of the North Carolina, North Carolina National Guard. I've been deployed to Afghanistan and um, really had a hard time over there that uh, a lot of my experiences led to uh, what I have uh, is called the post-traumatic stress disorder. So it's, um, it's been a journey. Uh, I've been out of active service now for almost 10 years. And in those 10 years, I've definitely learned a lot about myself, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of self-reflection and a lot of healing has happened between now and then. And so Mental health is a, a, a big thing that I'd like to advocate for, especially um, for veterans, because uh, nobody understands the veteran mindset like somebody that's been in the military. So again, I, I really appreciate you um, having me on the show, and I look forward to getting on with it. Absolutely. And you couldn't be more right. People resonate with those in similar situations. If they, they hear a story of someone who's been in their shoes, literally, it might just hit home a little more. They might open up their mind a bit and actually give a chance to what you're saying. So thank you for coming on, Wilson. And on each episode, I share a mental health story of someone who is famous because I want to let you, the listeners, know you are not alone. I want you to understand that even though someone looks like they are healthy from the outside, they may not be on the inside too. And for today's episode, I will introduce the mental health-related story of World Series champion and MVP David Fries. This Major League Baseball player has had struggles with depression and alcohol abuse. Fries has had three drunken driving incidents during his career with the St. Louis Cardinals, however, crashed into a tree on Thanksgiving Day 2012. Fries grew up in Missouri and says that playing near home probably exacerbated his issues, where he said, quote, Who knows where I was headed as long as I was here? I had so many friends here. I wasn't good at just saying no. 
I wanted to please these people, make everyone happy, and that became impossible. It just worsened with my depression. There were days it was so bad that I didn't want to get out of bed. You know, and I want to end with one more powerful quote because they were so strong. He said, quote, I know I had the alcohol issues in the past, but you come to realize that it's a lot deeper than that. It's depression and anxiety issues. I had to attack the way I was thinking. I retrained my brain by being around Marion and getting help. The foggy feeling I always had is now lifted. Wilson, what do you take away from that story? You know, I, I thought that this was a very good story because a lot of folks turn to alcohol mm -hmm. um, to numb the reality. And I mean, I, I, I've seen it. Um, I can understand that myself because as a, uh, as somebody that likes to drink adult beverages, you know, that sometimes it makes you feel a little bit better, mm -hmm. but it's also a depressant. So, yes. you know, coming, coming from um, the mental health standpoint, that's why folks that are having some issues turn to alcohol uh, for these things, but then it's also a depressant, right? And it could just deepen, um, deepen your emotions and, and how you feel and leave you, um, I guess, feeling better for the moment. But, but then again, you're going to have to realize that you have a reality to also face as well. Um, and I would say that anxiety and depression, they're, they're so complicated, right? And it's, uh, it's really difficult to even imagine what someone's going through unless you, you've kind of been through that. And um, in order for you to really retrain your brain, as they say, is you have to, you have to surround yourself with people that, um, that support you, that understand what you're going through. And really uh, do some self-help, some self-healing. So I think that, that the story is kind of uh, attributed to the, uh, the steps that he had to take in order to, to get to where he is today. That's incredible insight. And also with alcohol, it's so easily accessible and it's legal. So people are starting drinking young, like we all are. And now when it gets to a point when they're at this age, they're starting to feel the effects of it related to mental health and you know, it just goes to show you this is a World Series MVP and things weren't what they seemed on the outside. So everybody listening on, keep fighting through whatever you're going through and you will get through it. But I think it's a great time to get into the main event. On each episode, my guest and I go over this series of six questions to help others improve their mental health. You ready to go, Wilson? Yeah, let's do it. Great. So many would agree that the more common or at least talked about types of mental disparities are mood disorders, anxiety disorders, or schizophrenia disorders. What areas do you come across the most? Um, I would say anxiety and mood. Um, it, could be, it could be rather difficult to explain this uh, to, to folks, but you know, you, we talk about triggers, mm -hmm. right? So some, some triggers that um, I have and which are common with veterans that, um, veterans that have PTSD are, are things that have to deal with lack of control. Like for instance, um, having your back to uh, exit points or to people that are groups of people that you, you don't know. Um, we want to make sure that we know where if some trouble does happen, uh, we want to be able to see the exit and go to it. Um, also dealing with crowds of people, uh, you, you, have to, you have to focus on um, well, you, you just don't have any control over that. So in the minimal amount of people in the room, 
mm-hmm. you, uh, a lot of a lot of folks will probably feel better about that because then they could assess the situation. So, yeah, it, it's one of these things that um, we talk about when uh, we talk about mood. It could affect our mood and as, as well as um, anxiety. So it could be a challenge. I like how you put that too. Just get accepting that it is going to be a challenge and you work around it. I think is very, very key. But can you describe that moment for us when you realize that taking a stance on mental health, being an advocate for some awareness was going to be the right path for you? Yeah. So I think that one of the things, one of the things that I really noticed about um, finding an opportunity, a career, um, and is, is trying to also find the organization that supports mental health. Um, you, you, I don't need to deal with workplace bullying. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't need to deal with toxic work environments. So this becomes one of, one of the criteria for me to find a place to either clients or, uh, or I suggest to people to, um, uh, to have an opportunity to choose them as an option if they have these, have these things available to them. So my, my role um, in one of my, my nonprofit that I, that I put out there is um, called Cyber Ohana Project. And one of the things that I do focus on is soft skill development and um, looking at different organizations that folks that are interested in careers in cybersecurity they look at organizations as not just I want to have a job, but also will this organization um, be good for my mental health, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think that as as a, a CEO and founder of of this nonprofit that supports veterans explore careers in cybersecurity, that it's my job to say, hey, yeah, I've I've had my issues, and these are the things that are important to me. Um, to look for in a company in regards to mental health, this should be also one of those uh, qualifying criteria for you, not just to get a job, but also to see if the company has the same values and that it doesn't impact your tranquility. Yeah. Have you been able to connect with veterans across the country with this, with the nonprofit? Yeah. Yeah, I have. It's We just started, right? So um, in the, within the last year, we just, um, we started our, our training and community platform to support veterans throughout this career and career change, um, especially as they're transitioning out of the service um, because transitioning into something new is difficult as it is already. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to do is take, take my story and be able to say, Hey, yeah, I understand that you're going to be going through this rough transitional time and it could be very, very, uh, anxiety <laughs> ridden. But uh, I just like to say, it's like, you're going to go through a rough road. And I, I feel that it's my responsibility um, as a leader and as a fellow veteran to say, hey, you're going to go through this rough road. I'm going to try to make it a little bit smoother for you through somebody that's you know been there and done that. I love that. That's awesome, man. I wish you the best of luck with that nonprofit. I definitely would encourage you at the end of the episode to give me some links to put in the show bio for that nonprofit when we air it. But what advice can you give to our listeners from your experiences, of course, as what may be considered a potential early sign that they may be developing a mental illness? Okay, so so I, I the, the story that we, we read before is that 
Um, we have this gentleman that wanted to please everybody. And um, I remember as a young, a young person and somebody that's uh, wanting to be successful in the career is that you just want to make, you want to make people like you and you want um, your bosses to like you. And what that turns into is you, you try to become a people pleaser and, and if they don't like you, then what happens is that you start to get into this, this mode of why don't they like me? Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just like, they should, I, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm a good person. And then you start questioning your own reality. Yeah. And yeah, so that would be a first sign. It's like, Hey, are you a people pleaser? Right. Do you, do you just go around and um, just want to make everybody happy all the time? Because um, one of the things that I've, I've learned from being a people pleaser is that you can't please everybody. And that you, you waste a lot of energy <laughs> on trying to um, waste a lot of energy and positivity on trying to please everybody. So you have to be comfortable with yourself to say, yeah, I, I can't please everybody. I'm doing the best that I can. This is who I am. And if they don't like that, then that's, that's tough. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, of course you're going to have to build, build yourself and make sure that, you know, you're, you're socially responsible and you're doing what you need to be doing as far as being a great human being, but you can't, you can't control that. You can't control other people. Um, the, the other, the other early signs is um, if you allow yourself to be impacted by what people say, right? Um, I think that when you allow people to say, say things to you and it impacts you in such a negative way that you just, I guess, brood over it for, for days, for weeks, um, that could be a sign that saying, Hey, I need to learn how to let go. Yeah. Like everything you said there, that lifestyle of pleasing everybody, we all know people like that, but that is very detrimental lifestyle to your mental health. As you described, we need to focus on things like self-love, self-care. We need to put ourselves in the position to succeed. But again, from your experiences, if you could pick three, and I say only three, because I would love the three most important things our listeners can do on a daily or short-term basis to improve their mental health. What can you offer our listeners, Wilson? Um, daily basis. Let's see three things and just three. So, um, the first one I would say is reflection, um, uh, to be Love able that. to, uh, reflect on, on your day and really point out the positive things that, uh, that have happened and, um, yeah, and try to not focus on the negative. So that would be one. I, I like to, because I, I, uh, I struggle with anxiety sometimes, I like to write in a worry log, like a worry journal. And I find that um, writing away my, my worries or the things that are just running in my mind um, help me come to, uh, come to a resolution to some extent. You know, so I, I, I would suggest that. And um, the other, the other thing um, I would say, the last thing is probably to take a walk, mm -hmm. right? Uh, take a walk um, and get away from the noise of life, right? And what I mean by noise is, um, you know, like you, you have social media, you have t TV, you have friends, you have, you know, work, you have all of these things. Just take a walk 
reduce the amount of noise, use this time to self-reflect and enjoy just, you know, being outside and um, realizing that, you know, today is an, a new day and tomorrow is going to be a new day too. I love the nature recommendation. I am big with getting outside, getting some air. People hear exercise, they always think, oh, squats, weightlifting, all these things. No, exercising also includes walking. And I'm sure you can agree with me with your experience in exercise over the years in the military. Mental health benefits from exercise are just as important as physical benefits. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, whenever I get some exercise in, I'm always thinking much more clearly and am able to attack my goals better. Yeah, definitely. But those are great short-term initiatives, Wilson. Let's create, let's delve a little deeper here. What commitments can you offer our listeners long-term to help create a healthier mental headspace? So I think that uh, one of the things that have, that have helped me become more positive um, and have a lot of, uh, I, w- I would say like the feel-good factor is that I love to help people, right? Um, I think that volunteering your time is a good way to make yourself feel good about what you're doing, that you are making an impact, not just for yourself by feeling good, but also to somebody else who is possibly going through a rough time. Um, Even, even working at like the homeless shelter or a food pantry and giving, giving food to, to folks that have, a lot less than, than we have or going through their own mental um, struggles in their own life struggles, um, that would be good. So if, if you could focus on giving back, that would be um, one long-term commitment um, your, your listeners can uh, have to have a, a healthier mindset. And the, the other is to surround yourself or keep on surrounding yourself with n- networks that enhance your positivity and i'm not talking about people that are just feel good all the time right just be like oh yeah everything's great everything's awesome but people people that will challenge your perspective in a constructive way people that will tell you that hey you might want to think about this another way people that will challenge you to to be the best self that you can be um and that takes time right it's not like one of these like you go to like a, a week-long power session with with folks and everybody's great for for five days uh, five business days and then everybody rolls out and that's it no you need to find people that are going to support you um, and really work on that positive network not just because you may have some mental mental health issues just because um, residually these people will be your be your backbone um, for when times do get tough and you, you may play, yes. yeah, you may play uh, a, an important part in their lives too, by providing them the positive feedback that they need during their times of duress. Especially during this time, you have no idea what people are going through in my book, Mr. Lancey talks mental health. Something I highlight is being supportive of others, but also for yourself, you have to take care of yourself and you have to have positive people around you, not people who aren't in the same lane as you. People have different goals in life. You want people that are supportive, goal-oriented, people that are going to strive to help you make you your best you. But we touched on the nonprofit, Wilson. What are some ways you plan on raising awareness for the importance of mental health in the future? You know, so what I, what I like to do is I, I, like, to, I like to talk about my story 
um, not from the nonprofit side, but just uh, from the, the military side and how it impacts um, impacts cybersecurity, right? So how I look at uh, mental health and its importance to our cybersecurity professionals. So I, I take it to um, the public forum. I like, I like to give presentations at different conferences to do that because uh, everybody knows about mental health in regards to veterans. It's been documented. Mm -hmm. um, it's been studied. But uh, it's something that, like in my industry, is is a challenge, a challenging topic. Mental health is such a taboo to topic still. Everywhere, um, yeah. where yeah, it's but everybody's going through it, and it's just making people realize or helping people to identify and recognize that, yeah, it's it it's an issue, and I want to do that for my industry, um, as well as uh, the veterans. Yeah, I think that's really really inspiring. And I really love what you're doing because you're using your voice in your industry. Wilson, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know the listeners are going to see all the value. Like I said, how you're attacking your industry, letting people know this mental health conversation is okay to speak about. And I think as time passes, you'll be at a forefront of a lot of conversations because of your presence with the military. I think you're doing a very big service to them by letting them know, hey, it's okay. I went through it. Here's what I can help you with. So I appreciate you coming on, Wilson. It is time for the last word. And I also do this in my other podcast series, what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, because I want our listeners to really get to know the guests I bring on. Is there something that you would like to share that we did not get to touch on yet today? You know, we, we talk about this phrase, like we're in this together. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah, we are, we are in this together. And I think that it's, uh, there's a point in our lives that we're going to be needing uh, to support uh, we're going to need to have the support of to, of others to lift us up. I want your listeners to say, "Okay, I'm I've got my network, I've got my folks um, that are here to support me. What can I do to support them?" Love that, right? What can I do to support them? Um, because I know that they're not going through the same thing as me, but they're going through something. What can I do to support them to make their lives a bit better? to lighten their load um, and to make their burden not as burdensome. So I would say it's like, Hey, you know, what can I do to make you better would be one of the things that, that I would suggest we all strive to do. Very positive. The whole episode. So that's very appreciated. Can you now please share your professional social media website ways for our listeners to follow your services, request your endeavors. Yeah, so um, you could follow me on LinkedIn. Just look up Wilson Bautista Jr. Uh, I, I'm there. I'm a cybersecurity professional. You can't ask me. Um, you could also listen to my podcast, a DevSec Lead, uh, www.devseclead.com, um, where I talk about soft subjects or soft topics and soft skill development uh, for cybersecurity professionals. And we talk about leadership. Right. And that's something that I'm very passionate about. So uh, those are a couple of ways that you could you could get in touch with me. And I'd love to see you on there. Be sure to check out all that great content and it's social media time for the show. And we're on whichever platform you like to use. We're at a mental health break with Vincent A. Lancey on LinkedIn at a mental health break on Instagram and Facebook and over on Twitter. We're podcast by Lancey. So you get updates from this show and what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancey on all social media and YouTube, and my website is vincentalancey.com. If you check out my books, 
DM me. I would love to hear from you all. We have Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, and How to Transform Your Mindset When the Norm is Changed. All are on my website now, which is vincentalancey.com. Welcome back to another episode of A Mental Health Break with Vincent A. Lancey. I'm Vincent A. Lancey, speaker, coach, and author of the books, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health and Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. <laughs> 